0: 13. So. Yeah, because I remember I remember that time you and I tag team preached in uh, South Carolina. Oh, I forgot that about was, you. that. That was, was right
1: after I left.
0: That was fourteen. So that's the last time i seen fourteen. Him. Yeah, yeah. That was like the first. That was like, and actually, the conversation that we had in the in the office before we even went out to speak that was kind. Of, that was kind of like the first time I was like, "All right, this guy, he's he's an intellectual. You know, he uses his brain." I like <laughs>
1: it.
0: <laughs> no, he's
1: an intellectual.
0: Yeah, I like this. That's <laughs> like hilarious. Well, um, we're gonna kind of talk about one of the most controversial subjects ever to bless the the human race, yes, and that, that's politics. You know, <laughs> he brought out the spectacles. Here we go. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so, I mean, I, I, I just kind of you know had a couple of questions I wanted to kind of pick y'all's brains about because I mean, uh, all, sure three are, all three of us are all three of us are millennials and. Um, I feel like millennials all kind of have an interesting perspective on ev- on just about everything in life, but especially politics. Um, sure. So um, I guess uh, so. The first question uh, is, is going to be, uh, what is your opinion of this election and um, how <laughs> how church folk have handled it? Um, so I'll I'll just kind of go go ahead and go first, just to kind of kick things off. My opinion of the election. This has been a dumpster fire of what we call an election.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> I'm not.
0: I'm not as That's exquisite as some people like to put it, but it's just straight up in a dumpster fire of an election. I've and it's crazy because uh, the country and almost even the world is so divided, and uh, it, that division has crept into the into the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's it's strange that people are are this divided over. Um, something as as I don't want to say as simple because an elections and, and electing somebody to be a leader of a country isn't necessarily simple. But it's it's the fact that there is almost like a civil war. Everybody's kind of referencing a civil war that's you know about to happen, but I feel like it already yeah. has just due to the fact that it, the the two party system has made it into such kind of like a war every single election. You know, and it's crazy because I feel I feel like they work together. But at the same time, they caused this division mm-hmm. in the world. And uh, it's how, how, the, how the church has handled it. I mean, I can't I'm not necessarily going to speak for one necessarily organization, but I'm going to speak for people that I have um, encountered. And it, it's, it's kind of been sad. I'll put it that yeah. way. It's well, been sad sure. because I've seen, uh, you know, people stick up for Trump and I've seen people stick up for Biden. And, you know, you can vote for whoever you want to vote for. Um, but when people kind of make it into this ridiculous um, battle between each other, um, is where I see the problem. Mm-hmm. Sure, oh, right. it, it could it could be um, as simple as you know I see your opinion. Um, do I disagree with it? Sure, but you know I'm not gonna call you I'm not gonna call you an unbeliever, make believer. I'm not gonna condemn you to hell based off of who you think should run the country. You know, what right.
2: I'm right.
1: That's right.
0: So with that with that being said. Uh, that, that's my opinion of it. Uh Justin, I'll i I'll, I'll pass it to you. What what how do you, what's your opinion on this election and and how do you think church
2: folk have handled it? <laughs> <laughs> um well for first of all, first of all, uh I, I do want to make sure I say uh, thank you for uh uh inviting me on to this live. Um Absolutely so yeah, get that out of the way. Long overdue. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, so you know. Since we're churchy, we got to make sure you know we give honor to the host, pastor. <laughs> but um, so I I don't think you could have said it any better. As far as a dumpster fire of the election, uh, I'm not I'm not happy with the choices that we were submitted. <laughs> um, I feel like we could have done much better, much. Uh, so that's that's the first, you know, part of it. It's like, how do we end? Honestly, the last two elections, I've been sorely disappointed with who America has even been presented with um, as our options to vote for. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. I but uh, moving on, man, you know, given that we were given these options, I think that, that as you mentioned, the, the disappointment... To me, comes in um, not in the disagreement, because I, I think we have to be very watchful that that our, our what we call disunity or um, is not disagreement, because because we're not in agreement or because we don't think the same thing doesn't necessarily mean that we're not unified. Um, or that, you know, I think the, the problem to me comes in when we have, like you were talking about, this disrespect and dishonor for one another uh, and we start to develop almost this hatred and I can't be your friend if you voted for Biden or I can't be your friend if you voted for Trump. I don't even know if the three of us all voted for the same person, but it doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, and, and it's definitely not a salvific issue. So So when I go to vote, and I know this is probably going to be one of the first controversial statements of the lot, but I'm, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> You're good for wow. that. I'm good for, I'm here I, for I, I am. I'm good for that. I don't go to the polls as a Christian. Yeah. I go to the polls as an American. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and, 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 and you know, I, I know that sounds really oh, weird, right? You're a Christian <laughs> wherever you go, but listen to what I'm saying. Whoever's watching me and disagrees with that statement. The reason I say that is as much as we would like to think, and I know I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but as much as we would like to think that we're voting based off of the Bible, you really aren't. And 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 frankly, you really can't for either side. Mm-hmm. So I think that the problem is that we take our pet values and we equate that, as far as you know, Christians, a lot of them have equated that to, oh my gosh, there's no way you have Jesus in your heart if you don't see this political issue the same way that I do. Yeah. And I think that that is, that is just horrible um, because you can't back that up scripturally at all. And then on top of that, the wars that we have had, I think uh, do a, a great damage to the testimony and witness of the church. Amongst those who are not already a part of the church, and even to those who are wavering, it's these types of dogmatic attitudes that push people over the edge to say, I don't want anything to do with this church. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, good stuff. I love, I love, I love everything you said, and especially because I especially like (laughs) what you said, which is kind of what I forgot to say. I refuse to believe that the two candidates that we were presented are the best of the best that america can choose to represent this country Absolutely. We're on a global scale it it, it it blows my mind that this these are the two you know that, that we have to choose from and um i mean i'm not going to sit up here and say that they're just like the worst people on the face of the planet i'm not saying that but i'm just saying like as far as of uh, the leader of the most powerful nation on the planet this is our two best options, you know. Right. It, it it kinda it kinda just blew my mind. So uh Caleb, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the question to you now. Uh what what's your opinion on um of, of the election and how the and how you think church folk have handled it.
1: Well um I'm sure most of you have <laughs> figured that out based on my post online, but <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, <laughs> uh I'm I'm gonna echo what some of you what, what both of you said. It was it was trash, and that's a very uneloquent term to use. But I can't find an eloquent term to put to describe this election. It was nasty, it was divisive, and it was terrible. And honestly, I personally don't care about what the world is doing, okay? Because as P. Philip, as Mom used to say, the world's going to act like the world regardless. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What I was disheartened with is how us Christians handled COVID 19, racial injustice. We'll get to that later. And the topic we're talking about, the election. As Christians, I feel we handled the election so poorly. Instead of us acting like the church, and doing as the Bible tells us to do, and go into the world and make disciples, what did we do? We participated in the division that each side, the Democrats and the Republicans, yep. the, were pushing. We all participated. It's like I saw the Republicans on my feed. They were always pushing the divisive narrative. And I saw the Democrats on my feed pushing the divisive narrative. Everybody's yelling at each other about stuff they don't know anything about. They all think they are right. And it's just furthering, dividing the country. I can't be friends, like Justin said, I can't be friends with you because you're a Democrat. I can't be friends with you because you're a Republican. And as a Christian, first and foremost, I was like, do I even want to vote because of the candidates that we were presented? I was like, do I even want to (laughs) vote? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. And it was it was for me personally, I was so disheartened because of the way we handled it. This was our time to shine right here.
2: This Bingo.
1: was our time to shine yep. and show the world why having Christ in our hearts. is worth it. You know that 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 we we really dropped the ball when it came to this election, mm-hmm. because as a Christian, I feel I thought about it because I used to be a raging Republican back in 2015, 2016. <laughs> I used to be a raging Republican. Same. And, and I, this year, it was late last year when I was deployed and early this year, I started thinking from a Christian's perspective. And I was, I was thinking, I was like, how should a Christian vote? That's what I was thinking about. How should a Christian vote? And so I started looking into each side, the Democrats and the Republicans, and I realized that as a Christian, I really couldn't side wholeheartedly with either one of them as a Christian. Now, let's not – like I'm not talking as a I'm just talking as a Christian, period, and as Christians, we should be kingdom-minded. And so I, I realized both sides, I couldn't side wholeheartedly with either side. Sure. Yeah. And then after that, after I thought as a Christian, I had to think as a black man. And we all know this this country's history with people of color and minorities. Sure. And I was just like, well, dang, I can't. I can't side with either side there either. So, it was it was the majority of 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 just watching how people operated in this time. And and just watching how people treated each other is what really disheartened me. And what really, what really, honestly, it was depressing. I got depressed for a little bit because I was just like, "Wow, this is where we are at as Christians. This is where we are at as people of God. This is where we're at. We are so divided. How, yeah. how can we, how can we do this if we're a house that's divided?" Yeah.
0: You know? I mean, and I, I've, um, I mean, and 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 here, here's the thing about this whole entire thing. You know, we've had. Um, like, like you, you know, mentioned, you know, we've had COVID nineteen this year, we've had an election this year, and we've had a a, a crazy um, uh, racial injustice um, debacle. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it that way this year. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I don't necessarily uh, want to talk down on just everybody because I mean, there I have seen many churches get out in the streets and do things that the mm-hmm. church most definitely should do. Yes. So. Sure. I mean, to put it, just to put it out there, you know, um, we're not, we're not uh, dogging on, on everybody because uh, we've seen that there are, there are people out there that actually have the heart of Christ. Um, We've seen that there there are people out there that have done um, what is right. um, I feel like in the Lord's eyes and, you know, some people say, uh, you know, how can you be a Democrat and be a Christian because of their um, uh, policy on this or policy on that? And, and, you know, they'll, they'll say vice versa for the other side and, I mean, the problem is uh, you're, you're, just because you vote for somebody doesn't necessarily mean that you stand for the exact same issues as the person that you're voting for. That's right. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, you should take a clear stand against, against certain things if you want to do that. You know, that's, that's your prerogative. And, 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 and if you want to do things in line with the Bible, you can also do that. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your vote means that the person that you're voting for in, endorses all of the qualities that
2: you sure. endorse,
0: you know? Exactly. Um, So go ahead, go ahead, go
2: ahead. I I just wanted to kind of push a little bit here into something that that um, Caleb brought up too. Is like you know when we talk about voting as a Christian, right? I I kind of wonder like when we start talking about Christianity, we're talking about something that's universal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the rules, if you want to use that word. For what qualifies someone as Christian should also be universal. Mm-hmm. So I I really have to ask, is there such a thing as Christian voting? Oh, and the reason I have to ask that is because that question or that rule would only apply to American Christians. I was thinking about that yesterday. Yep. So if I'm in Haiti, you know, where there is no two party system, there is no well, this. How do I know which candidate is God's choice? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think like it. It's not necessarily as clear cut and dry as um, as we would like to think it is. Mm-hmm. In that maybe if. Not to say that we can't bring our values to the table. I don't think there's such a thing as Christian voting, if that makes any sense. Like You can't assign Christianity to one party uh, or the other because neither of them line up with our values. To be specific, since Mm -hmm. I'm the the guy to do this, (laughs) the (laughs) biggest one is the abortion deal. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. You consider this 1973 when Roe versus Wade was done. First of all, let's address this. Mm-hmm. Roe v. Wade is a court case. Yep. It was not it's a legislation. law that was passed by a president. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the president who was in Richard, office at Richard the time was Richard Nixon, who was a, a Republican. Republican. There has been no Republican president, tons have run on this, but it has never, no one has ever been able to do anything because as a president, they cannot, it's not even within their jurisdiction to change. So I think when we start bringing that up, it's, I I feel like people use our Christian values to bait us. Yes. And (laughs) at the end of the day, They literally do absolutely nothing about these voting. And for us to put that as, oh, my gosh, if you voted Democrat and nothing against anyone who voted Republican, that's God bless you. You know, that's cool um, and vice versa. Um, But to put that and say, if you don't, because I saw several posts, I voted Republican because I'm voting for our babies. No, you are not (laughs) because. Donald Trump in the last four years did nothing for the bill to, to prevent abortion. Mm-hmm. And had he been elected again, or should he win these court cases and win it back that way? He won't. It, I'm sure he yeah. won't, but, you know, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta <give> <laughs> yeah. If, if, he, if he did get back in, he still wouldn't be able to do anything yeah. about it because that's not in his jurisdiction so i feel like they know that we are so passionate about our values and so under researched Mm -hmm. that they spit out to us whatever we want to hear and we won't read anything about it because you know they know us psychologically Mm -hmm. we will shout over sermons that don't line up with the scriptures because we don't read the scriptures we're so emotional that's emotional that's facts (laughs) Yep. <laughs> so I kind of want us in these conversations, not necessarily the three of us, um, but just Christian Christianity in general, to know how well read are you? How much have you actually thought about the statements that you're making? Because I feel like we get so just passionate. without inf- it's, it's like the scripture, totally. you have a zeal, but not according to knowledge. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, Justin, what you just said has been my, my beating drum for, when did I talk to you about this, Phil? Probably about a month or two ago, maybe? Just about, yeah. And because I was thinking about it, and I just Googled it. And like you said, Richard Nixon was the president in yep.
2: 1973,
1: who was a Republican. Mm-hmm. And since Richard Nixon, we've had five Republican presidents.
2: Yes. Five.
1: One of those presidents, is touted as the greatest of all time, Ronald Reagan. He's cra- he's touted by Republicans, by yep. staunch conservatives as the greatest president of all time. Not even he curtailed the court case that is Roe v. Wade. Okay? After him, after that, we got Bush Sr., we got Bush Jr., or uh, W. Bush, and then we have Trump. Trump... Ran on the pretense that he was going to defund Planned Parenthood, he was going to get rid of abortion, but he didn't. Like you said, they use an emotional subject that is tied to our hearts and they play with our hearts because, like you said, a lot of people are not educated voters. No, they would realize that yes, 1000% the Democrats have been pushing abortion, they have been pushing abortion farther and farther and farther that's what they want and so the so our evangelical christians are saying well you can't vote for them because they keep pushing it right right but the republicans have done absolutely nothing nothing about it they have sat there silently and complicit it's just like the democrats every four years hey black people hey immigrants we you know we care about you uh hey black people uh, racial racial reform. Hey, uh, you know immigrants uh, immigration reform. We got you this. We got you this go around. And then every year, every four years with it, yeah. Democrats, it's like Obama came to office. What was it? Yes, we can. A change is gonna come. Well, a change didn't come for the and people I, that he
2: ran under. I think that. Just to kind of tack onto that point, like, because I know a lot of people were like, "Why do Black people keep voting Democrat?" Let let let's address that. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the Democrats will always come up every four years and bring up Black issues. Mm-hmm. They they this is this is it's coming out of the lunchbox every time. Mm-hmm. Here's the reason why Black people keep voting for them because at least they will hold the conversation. Yeah. The Republican party won't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's this I
1: they have this I don't care attitude. Right? But at least honestly that's what's prevailed to us?
0: A conversation is a lot more powerful than a lot of people think. Of. Exactly because I mean it's like uh, I mean, we, we, we can go back to, you know, the whole George Floyd incident and and, and and Ahmaud Arbery and, you know, at the beginning of the year and all this stuff was just happening. And, and it was like I would I would creep. I would creep on Facebook and see who wasn't saying anything versus who was saying something. Yes. yes. The people that said something. I don't care if you're saying the right thing or not. At least you're saying something, Saying something. You're and, talking. That, and that to me meant more than the people that just kind of sat back and they're just kind of like, well, I don't want to offend anybody. Or, or, or (laughs) this is is another subject for another day, or the black people in positions or in ministry positions that wouldn't say anything out of fear that they would lose their platform or that they would lose their, uh their, their their opportunity, you know, you know, so, so with that, you know, at least, you know, like you said, the Democrats are at least having the conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if you don't say the right thing, we don't necessarily care about that. At, le- at least you're talking about it, ready to, right. you know, kind of learn and listen to the people that, you know, yeah.
2: kind of want it to, to And them. in the in the defense of the church as it pertains to racial injustice. I, I and this is my opinion, you guys, you know, can kind of throw in yours too. Um I I do think that the church did better this time. Than I've seen in prior time. I think, in the sense that I've seen more conversation specifically surrounding George Floyd. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw more conversation, and even even um, um, for Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. um, I've seen more conversation from the church, specifically from Caucasian believers, mm-hmm. than I've ever seen same, about same. yes yeah. case. Granted. The George Floyd case was an easy one to take the right side on. Very easy. True. It was was quite obvious. But still, in prior times, we have, going all the way back to when we were teens with, you know, Trayvon Martin, Mm -hmm. they have historically not spoken out. No. They've had nothing to say unless they were in support of the police. Yeah. So I do want to I do want to, you know, congratulate the church to a degree yes. for having some form of progress, yeah. um, even though there's so much more. Than- <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm
1: going to clap for you. No, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: and, and, and true. I mean, I, I, I actually agree with you. You know, there's been so much there's been so much conversation and there's been a lot of um, a lot of people actually speaking out. Um, um. This year that I've seen, and I'm like, I mean, this is this is good to see because that means that not only the church, but I mean, I mean, the country is kind of on a good track because yeah. now we're yeah. now at this point, it's almost like you're forced to talk about it. Like, you know, right. you can be you can be in Starbucks or something like that. And somebody will be like, hey, did you hear about George Floyd? And be like, hey, man, that's crazy, bro. And then, you know, you'll probably get to talking about it. And and eventually right. y'all, y'all have a conversation about about these issues. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, you know, in a way, it's just kind of the conversation has been forced, you know, um, yeah. because in, nobody can really hide from it. Um, and, and I mean, it kind of leads me to the to the next question I had for you guys. Um, how How have you always viewed politics from a Christian standpoint? So like growing up what if if anything was said about it what was said to you about politics by church folk <laughs> well
2: I, i'll go first <laughs> <laughs> go ahead go ahead go
1: ahead, bro. uh I, I
2: i think this one will make you guys laugh uh the the main thing i heard concerning politics was politics is of the devil <laughs>
1: It's rotten right to the core. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Look. Oh man. That's, that blast, man. That's a blast from uh, the class, man. That's a blast from
2: the class. I needed that one. I needed yeah, I needed no, that man. one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I heard. But um, then aside from that, the other side of things that I heard was a lot of the abortion rhetoric and So, and then, and so, so we had that. And then, you know, growing up, I read a lot of history books. And so I found out that Abraham Lincoln was Republican. And, you know, obviously he was the one who signed the emancipation proclamation. So between that, and I found out historically, until about 60 years ago, roughly about 60, maybe 70 years ago, between 60 to 70 years ago, black people voted Republican from when they had the the opportunity to vote. Black people ran on the Republican ticket, um, even for the presidential office. So I was definitely a staunch Republican in my mindset prior to voting. This was actually, believe it or not, the first election that I voted, last election, um, I would say I was still pretty staunch Republican, but I was not going to vote for Trump, so I just didn't vote. <laughs> but um, you know, uh, that would have been my 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 thought process. You know, um, pr- previously it was, you know, oh my gosh, abortion, oh my gosh, gay rights, no, 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 double, 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 and so yeah, that's that's where I where I, where I was until probably the last two or three years, where I started to actually think hmm. I like that.
0: Somebody, somebody in the comment section said Jesus, uh, somebody, somebody told them uh, Jesus is not a Republican or Democrat. That was one thing that she uh, heard growing up, um, which I mean, I agree, but it's, it's more it's more like this, you know, because the, the Republicans and the Democrats are, are two are two entities that are just battling constantly for power. And yes. Jesus has all power, so he wouldn't endorse any political office because, you know, God doesn't share his glory with nobody. So and, and when I grew and it's it's weird when Christians say you can't vote Democrat or you can't oh, vote Republican different. because of this, and I'm just kind of sitting here like God doesn't necessarily subscribe to any political party because right. He has the control and power over everything. So true statement, but I uh, I feel like people should 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 think a little bit think a little bit you know more into it. So,
2: so with that, Caleb, Caleb uh, Jesus said, "My kingdom is not of this world." Oh, yeah. Like the kingdom he was talking about had nothing to do with an earthly kingdom in mm-hmm. the first place. So to try to make, like I, 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 I saw a video on Instagram the other day where this pastor was on his knees in his church, nobody had on masks, and they were begging to God. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with people not wearing masks in church. That's my opinion. I know some people I'm just saying though, that, that's what was out there was a massive group of people, huge megaturch and he's on his knees crying, begging God for forgiveness. He says, because Lord, I know that you are pro-life. I don't know that God has a political position. You know? Um, I don't I don't see it that way, Um, you know, because if we're going to talk about, like, you know, because everybody wants to use Israel as prophetic reference Mm -hmm. for American politics, which is kind of stupid, but if we're going to go that way, (laughs) um, anytime a king did not mirror the character of God, God would remove him from the throne. Yeah, and, and and in many <laughs> cases, he not only removed him, but it was like you're not gonna get this. Your kids are gonna get this. Yeah. Like, oh, no. you know, <laughs> y'all, y'all oh. are
1: all everybody. Out. <laughs> so
2: to suggest that a gentleman such as Trump is somehow the selected of God, I think I don't. I I, I just I don't. Well, I don't know about that. I, and uh, I believe he can I, be uh, used of God. Yeah. Anybody can use Anybody. Of God. Absolutely, absolutely. God yeah. used a donkey in Scripture. So who's to say exactly. He can't use another thing?
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like. <that. laughs> I like how you slid that in there. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. I liked it. I like that. But yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's it's strange because uh, I mean, when people like like to parallel that, you know, with the with the whole. Uh, uh, you know, Trump might you know, be, be God's elected for, for the country and we should pray for him. I mean, of course, we ought to pray yes. for our political leaders. Absolutely. Sure, sure. I don't care Absolutely. if it's Trump or Biden in office. I'm going to pray for them because they, yeah. they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, it's, it's weird because I've, I've just seen a lot of articles, a lot of posts about people that um, like almost uplift Trump on this spiritual uh, pedestal. And it's, it's, it's weird for me to see, cause I'm just like, it, it, I don't think that's, that's what's really going on here. And Caleb, I'll, I'll kind of give you a, a chance to answer the, answer the question. Um, yeah, yeah, how, how have you always viewed politics from a Christian standpoint or what stuff that you've heard growing up? I mean, I know you and I kind of heard the same things,
1: but. Yeah, um, I mean, pretty much what, what y'all said. I mean, since we grew up in the same household, um, it wasn't until I got older, I started hearing the current Republican uh, rhetoric. Um, about what God what, what party God stands with and, and all that kind of stuff. And again, like I said earlier, um, in 2016 I was a staunch Republican. I was you know I was like you know, God's a Republican. And then like Justin, two years ago, I started to think. And um, I realized really quick that that wasn't the case um, because we keep trying to insert ourselves into, as Justin brought up, Israeli, prophecy. And every t- what I noticed with you know the pandemic, the election and everything that happened. I noticed this one thing. The doomsday Christians started coming out. I ca- I like to call them the yes. Doomsday Christians because bro, are you about to make me get about to get me high. Every time when, the, when when the iPhone came out in 2007. Oh my goodness. That's the mark of the
2: beast. Whoa, whoa. that's the mark of the beast it's an apple with a piece bit out oh man
1: that's the mark of the beast and then and then now now come you know now we all have apple iphones or androids or smartphones and then
2: now they're apple then what was it
1: 2009 2011 facebook came facebook is the mark of the beast beast. It can track you and I'm uh, like, every <laughs> single time we have a technological t- technolo- technological advance or something happens, yeah. the doomsday Christians come. So here yeah. they come. Here they come. When Obama 2008, they, Obama got elected. There's the Antichrist. Oh no, there's I the remember Antichrist. that. Antichrist. I remember yep. that. He's going to he's going to you know have a third term and he's going to destroy America. Blah 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 blah. Obama was the Antichrist. Then it was Hillary is the Antichrist. Right. Then it's Biden and Kamala Harris is the Antichrist. I'm like, okay, okay, stop moving the goalposts, okay? Because you, you're you you're not making any sense. Make it make sense for me, please. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> I need scriptures. I need. I need. I need, I need, I need some logic. Like, I, I I really want people to stop with this doomsday mentality. Yeah, yes. they started. It's like back when COVID-19 started, they were merely simply talking, just talking about a COVID-19 vaccine. At the time, at the time, scientists were saying we did not have enough data and research and they did not know if we were going to be able to have a vaccine before this thing goes away. Well, Mm -hmm. that was eight months ago. We're almost at the end of 2020 and we're seeing a surge and, but now they have a vaccine and here come the doomsday Christians again. That's it. That's the mark of the beast right there. They're going to put a chip in you and you won't be able to buy or sell. And I'm just like, like, that is American. That's the um, Christian American politics right there in a nutshell. And
0: and here's the amazing thing about this though is that people uh, with, with the whole doomsday thing, it's like people, it's like some, especially some Christians, they're looking just to leave, like get us to heaven, let it's earth everything. be done. Jesus never said to wait, he said to go. Mm-hmm. He didn't when, when even when Jesus prayed, he said, Thy kingdom come, and I will be done on earth. Mm-hmm. So instead of us sitting here waiting for something to happen so that we can leave, I feel like a lot of Christians have shifted the mindset from leaving to making sure that God's will be done here sure. on earth and that we play our part in that mm-hmm. in that well, way.
1: What was, well, what was was Jesus what was the great commission? What was the great commission? Go into all the world. And to what Preach. to who? To who? Every yeah. living creature. Wait, wait, Philip. Um I, I'm I'm pretty sure that scripture said Go into all the world and preach politics.
0: No, 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 no. Wait, 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 I'm wait, wait, sure, wait, wait. I'm
1: pretty sure it said that.
0: Oh, hold on, hold on, <laughs> Justin. I like your face. <laughs> he about to get into, he about to get into trouble now. He about to get into
2: some trouble. Like
1: I could have, I could have. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I thought it was said, go preach politics because what I'm seeing again. This is what has disheartened me mm. with everything that's been going on from the Christian perspective is instead of preaching the gospel. Yeah. We're preaching <laughs> politics. So
2: there, is it the gospel or is it Americana? Americana. That's what people are preaching.
1: Because there was a preacher that I l- listened to a lot back in 2014 2015. Um, I'm not going to call his name, but he <laughs> I was ready <I> <laughs> I'm not gonna call his name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I'm not messy like that. I'm petty, but I'm not messy like that. But he put that in the chat, bro.
2: Don't look in the chat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The he. So I looked up to him. He preached a lot. Um, but I I just looked up to him, and all of a sudden, come this election cycle, pandemic, pandemic, everything, he shifted from preaching the gospel to preaching politics and I would look at his comments because looking at the comments is very telling. There was a lot of people that were like, sir, I appreciate everything you're saying. I wish my pastor was like you and had a backbone and preached truth and preached it like it was. And during that whole sermon, he was preaching that I was watching. Not one, not, none of the gospel was uttered. He didn't tell anybody to repent. Okay. Okay. He 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 did not tell people that hey we need to we need to get right Jesus come he didn't say none of that you know wanna know what he was preaching he was preaching about how the church how we're not gonna bow to the, the agenda of the Democrats and this is a pandemic this is a scandemic blah 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 that was his whole sermon on a Sunday and you had people in the comments talking about oh, you preach the truth, I wish my pastor would preach. Like I said, you want your pastor to preach politics? Hmm. You don't want your pastor to preach the gospel that he hmm. is required to preach. You want the pa- your pastor to preach politics. That's crazy.
2: Hmm.
1: Like, Justin, do you want your pastor to tell you how to vote from the pulpit? No.
2: But I, I'm afraid that that's what's happened in many instances. Is that we've come up and we are, we are telling people how to vote. We are mixing and merging church and state um, to a degree that is that can be unhealthy. Um, and I, I think as far as a pastor, um, I do think that it is important to make sure that your members are informed, but. In a sermonic moment, your assignment is literally to share what you believe is on the heart of God. Mm -hmm. And I fear that during this time, so many have allowed their opinions to leak into that ministry moment. So the way it comes across to someone sitting in the pew is he's preaching this. Yeah. You know, it's not most people that come to church don't have the um, I I would I I guess I'm going to make up a phrase as I'm good for. I don't think they have the sermonic intelligence to decipher when someone is speaking of themselves or when they're speaking of the Lord. Yeah. And so. Most people come in and just assume that from the minute the pastor grabs the mic and says, let's turn in our Bibles, like from that moment on, everything he says, for the most part, is what God is saying to you. And if your opinions are so are are strongly infused in that moment, um, you without you deciphering or saying, hey, this is what I think or this is what I believe, but you just kind of going on like this is what God is saying. I think that that's very dangerous to do. Um I, I do, I think that's very dangerous because you will you will sway people because they believe this is what God said. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my pastor um you know got onto the political topics a lot, but he would always preface saying, This is what I think, this is my opinion, or this is what I believe. You don't have to with me, you don't have to vote for whatever I do. Which I said, okay, I'm cool with that because yeah. you're not just telling us this in the sense that, hey, what I'm saying is, this is the mouth of God speaking to you. It was, I'm, I'm on this topic, I'm going to talk, I'm going to share, I'm going to give you some information. He talked about the virus, he talked about all of the agendas and all that, but it was all prefaced in and the, and the point of it. This is the thing. I don't think everybody that was doing it was doing it to be political. I think some people were trying to break the spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do it properly, mm-hmm. I think you're going to have an issue with the way that that comes across to your people. Right. And then I do think that there were others who were doing it uh, out of politics. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think that there's, there's I think both things are true. I think there are some people who were well-intentioned mm-hmm. and just badly executed. <laughs> and then there were others who executed perfectly with ill intention.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one thousand 1, um, percent. It's it's <clears throat> when I we, we're, we're all grown up in and in, we're in kind of in the same way. When somebody says God said. We take that to the bank like, OK, let's let's we, we're going to we're looking for it to come to pass.
2: Still, no, I'm kidding. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> well, I, I'm going. I'm going to get to that in a second. But you need to behave. Justin. you need to behave. Yeah, you need to behave, man. But um, what what I saw is is too many people. What I thought about this earlier this week, and people need to stop confusing their own agendas for the will of God.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's very because
1: important. too many people keep confusing that. Well, this is this is this is the word of God. No, that's your opinion. Yeah. We have to keep it, have to keep it segregated. Like your pastor would say, this is what I think, not hear the word of the Lord. No, this is what I think. And so he separated it really quick. So if somebody agreed disagreed with him in the audience, they weren't disagreeing, they weren't disagreeing with him. The Bible, they were just disagreeing with him as a person and his politics. And I I feel that as Christians, we need to stop making up what God wants. Yes. I I think that's a bad way to put that. But we we need to stop trying to tell people what God wants and let God say what he wants. Because the, the, the people were saying about Trump, oh, God can use Trump. He's a flawed man and he's he's not, you know, the best of moral character. But God can use Trump because God can use anybody. But when it comes to can God use Joe Biden, they immediately and emphatically say no. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. I thought God could use anybody to carry out his will. And they're saying, Well, God can use Trump, but he can't use Joe Biden because in their minds, Joe Biden and the agenda of the Democrats have more power than the will of God Mm. That's in their mind. And so I'm sitting up there trying to tell them that God's will will be done regardless of who is in office.
2: True. Now, let's 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 push that a little bit further for the day Christians. Um man we've got some good uh, we've got some good comments in here too um, but so so for the doomsday Christians, right, the Democratic Party, the democratic agenda that is going to bring on the mark of the beast that is uh, ultimately going to bring down an oppression onto the church, which ultimately leads to the return of Christ and the rapture that's. What the the doomsday thing is So here's my question Mm -hmm. If you're so right about that Wouldn't you vote according to your theology? Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to understand How you are praying For the Lord's return And you believe certain events Have to transpire For that to happen And yet you're voting For what pushes that further down the line that's
1: a good point. You want to keep kicking the can down the road.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I can't wrap my mind around why doomsday Christians wouldn't vote Democrat every time. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: that, that's a good thought right there. That's a good thought. Right? And, 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 and that, isn't and that, that goal, is isn't if. the goal to make it to heaven. Isn't the goal to leave this world, which we are pilgrims simply passing through. Isn't that the goal? Right
0: yeah so yeah um uh, so, so before i get to my last question i want to I, I just kind of want to ask one of the questions that somebody asked in the comments uh, she said thought-provoking questions shouldn't your thoughts opinions and decisions be lined up with the word of god absolutely yes absolutely um I god god should be a lot closer than i feel like people really like have him um yes you know yeah. even even small decisions during your day god should be counseling you about those decisions yes you know so of course something like voting maybe should, you know god should counsel you about that now if you're going to say that now now if you're going to link god to a specific party that's a different story right but if god tells you to vote for this person you do that and you don't have to tell anybody about it right you really don't. You don't have to get online and right. argue your point, argue why you voted, and say, "Well, this policy. Well, maybe. Well, he's racist, or this, or or, or that." You know, if God tells you to do something, you should do it. And right. everybody doesn't need to know. It doesn't have to go on social media. You know. And and how about
2: just because God told you to do it, doesn't mean he told somebody else. Doesn't mean exactly because we have individual relationships with God. And even on that point of, I, I think. Sometimes as Christian, our doctrine of choice is kind of skewed, right? Mm-hmm. If we're going to go, and I don't want to go too deep uh, theologically, we could do that amongst the three of us, but let's dig in a little bit, right? So when we talk about the creation of man in the book of Genesis, the scripture says, let them have dominion. And God literally puts man in charge of how the earth goes. Now, what I can't find anywhere in scripture is where God stripped the man of that authority. Hmm. I can find where he kicked him out of the Garden of Eden, but I can't find where he stripped that authority away from him. Right. It doesn't appear anywhere. And anytime I see God doing something in the earth, It seems to me to be a response to what the people are doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not like God is saying, okay, I'm going to do this and then you do that. It's more like I'm blessing you because you have done this, or I'm removing my blessing from you because you've done that. So it, it appears to me that in scripture, if God is responding to what we're doing, it's not so much about, maybe it's more about our decisions. And I think that sometimes we act as though every little thing we do, God is controlling it. Like like we're in a video game and there's a a joystick and he's just moving us around. And I don't, I don't know that it's really like that. I believe, especially if we're talking about a restoration through Christ, as believers, it is the will of God that we make our decisions. It is the will of God that we are in dominion. It is the will of God that we are operating as he is. So are we in this world. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes We will try to push those types of things off into uh, into super spiritual things, so that beliefs about our restoration, about our redemption in Christ, that belief seems to only leak in into a spiritual uh, or super super deep type of thing, um, and it doesn't leak over into our everyday life. Mm-hmm to literally live your life through this redemption of Christ. And so if like, when I really started to understand that I have responsibility as a Christian, that everything is not a matter of God, what do I do? God, what do I do? There are certain things I just don't believe. And, and, And this may not be, this may not apply to the voting and it may, I'm not God. I don't know, but, I do think that maybe it's a question worth asking, is God as involved in American politics as we think he is? It's
0: actually a good, a good question. But actually that's a, that's a good question that leads into uh, the, the last question I had for y'all tonight. Um, what do you, how do you feel about Christians running for political offices? Because um. it's funny, Christians have a lot to say about politics. Mm -hmm. but I don't really see many people going for those offices. Now, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you why, you know, like, like, you know, one of the things things we heard growing up, you know, politics is rotten to the core. Well, get in there and unrot it. Right. (laughs) I mean, you're, you, you have the Holy spirit. You are guided by God in your life. I'm going to assume. So if you have so much to say about a certain issue, What's to stop you from going and fixing that issue, or what's to stop you from going and imposing godly values on on the office that you have been elected? If you were to be elected in in a certain office, and it doesn't have to be president, it could be senator, it could be mayor, you know, it could be whatever. Um, But I I just there's not many people. I mean, I in my time, I've seen maybe one person that I that I know personally run for. Uh, like like a city uh, office. Um, yeah. And, and it was actually here in Fairbanks. I'm not going to call his name, but um, he actually ran for the office. And and I was like, I mean, that's actually a really good thing, you know, because I, d- I didn't think yeah. about that because Christians have a lot to say about it. But why don't somebody that actually represents Christian values? Why doesn't that kind of person run for the office that everybody has so much to say about?
2: I think. Well, so first, my opinion on it, um, I, I I would say the book of Proverbs says that when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, mm-hmm. but when the wicked are in authority, the people mourn. Yeah. Um, so I think that Christians should run for office more often. Mm-hmm. I think the reason that they don't, uh, uh, I'll say it, I'll say it. I think first of all, because we don't have enough connections most of the time. <clears throat> yeah running for office requires you to be involved in your community. Mm -hmm. And in many cases, a lot of Christians just aren't. Um, Unless you're in like a Southern area, like, you know, where, like where we come from, where, you know, it tends to be a more Christian center, you know, the little towns tend to have a lot of Christians in that type of, Mm -hmm. but, but for the (laughs) most part, Christians, especially if you're of a super charismatic or Pentecostal or apostolic persuasion, we tend to be so distanced from community that we don't know enough people to fund a campaign. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, we're so di- and then the, the other thing on that is, we don't know how to work with other people and how to make compromise. Because when you come into public office, you don't get to just do whatever you wanna do. And say, I'm gonna do this because the Bible says to do it. You don't get to do that now in public office, and so you have to find ways to make little bits of change, and most of us are not secure enough in our salvation to realize that just because I made a compromise on this deal to put something in play, i'm not going to hell for that yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and actually I mean that was actually a good a, a
0: good thing that, that you kind of brought up is because and a lot of people just would do stuff you know just because the bible says well. You know, growing up, all three of us have heard say what he said.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, you know, but with the uh, Bible, there is so many the, the, the whole Bible can be explained. Like it's not hard. It's, it's not it's not a book of conspiracies, it's not a book of of mystery, it can be explained. So if there's something in the Bible that the Bible says
2: you can easily okay. explain
1: right, let's not that. get messy.
2: Let's <laughs> not get messy. We're. This is not that live. <laughs> this is, this
1: is an, that's
0: another live. Nah, okay, no, I just. I, I, I had. To, I had to go there. I had to go there real quick because I mean, it's the. It's. It, it, it's like. It's not like the Bible doesn't make sense. The Bible makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Perfect sense. So I mean, and and yeah. I mean, you you can you yes yes it, it sounds good to other Christians just to say the Bible says but. I mean, one thing that, um, that I've, I've taken comfort in, in a lot of people that I look up to, a lot of ministers I look up to, is the fact that they say, well, here's why the Bible says this, you know? And I feel yeah, like yes. w- with what you said, that those compromises that, you know, people can take to be able to put something in place, you know, that, that's probably a part of that. To be like, well, I'm not just doing this out of, you know, blind. I'm not, I'm not just being blind about it. You know, I, I actually have a, a reason as to why, um, I'm. I want to put this in play as to why I'm doing this, and this is, and this can go for really anything in life, not just like political yes. offices. You know, you can you can be like you know you you can have an explanation as to why you do something, even if it, even if you in your mind you're just like, well, the Bible says it. What is the reason why the Bible says it? You know.
2: Mm-hmm. If I can even add another reason why maybe some people don't end, don't don't run for a local office is if your opinion about politics is only tied to the rhetoric of your party that they issue out every four years, you aren't really going to care about what's happening locally. Yeah, Like you don't, you don't understand enough about local politics. I've realized even for myself this year, I'm like, wait a minute, I don't understand enough about local politics. So we're thinking nationally, and who gets in the office and you know you're never going to run for president you know you're never going to run for governor you might not even run but what about what about running for the senate or what about running for city councilman or to be on the school board like it is also important to god that your children are educated and what's going into the educational system the pay of teachers like why can't that also be something that god cares about but if, if your mindset towards politics is strictly about abortion and gay rights, then local politics doesn't matter because you don't have anything to do with that on the local level. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so I think that could be another reason why is that we're just not well educated enough. If you don't think God cares who the DA is, or that God cares that this DA uh, locks up more black men than anyone else, then you're not gonna you know it doesn't because it doesn't matter to you so i think we start have to start taking a more local approach to politics because that's what's affecting your life more than anything honestly true true um but we don't think about politics that way every time someone says politics we think senate house of representatives president and and that's the that's the end of it who you see on you know your facebook feed or in the national news but you don't really think wait a minute like so who's affecting the taxes that we pay here? What's our local programs for the poor? Like, we don't, we don't think about those things often. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yep. Caleb, how, Caleb how, about, how about you? How do you
0: feel about Christians running for political offices?
1: Well, I was talking to my buddy, my best friend, Aaron, um, and here's why, in my opinion, here's, here's a definitive reason why. Um, I have noticed with very conservative uh, Christian Christians that I have seen, I have noticed that they say we are for freedom, we want liberty and the pursuit of happiness. But when you start listening to their rhetoric, you start listening to what they want. They it's it's not inching towards democracy, in which we are founded on. It's inching towards theocracy, Okay. Which is not conducive. <laughs> I like where nonprofit.
0: this is going. <laughs> oh, I'm re- I'm, wait, I'm ready for this. I'm
1: ready. The thing is, is theocracy is controlled by a set group of beliefs,
2: yes, aka
1: the Islamic countries that I go overseas to and have fun with. Yes. The places where they throw—I love this analogy. The places where they throw people off the building because they're gay—that's theocracy. Yep. And when you hear Republican Christians talk about talk about their, what they want to see in their society, it's not democracy in any way, shape, or form. No, yeah. it's—they're yeah. like, well, it, I would be free. I want to, you know, be transgender or I want an abortion. Those people are going to be ostracized by your government. So the yeah. question I have to them, do you want democracy or do you want a theocracy?
2: You That's can't actually have a very both. good question. That's a You very cannot good question. have both. You can't. And I think that that goes back to, so we're not rebuilding Israel in America. Nope. And I think that one of the things that we have to to the understanding is that we have to stop trying to solve problems by laws that should be solved by salvation.
0: Oh yeah, because you can't. I mean, I, I heard one minister say this: you can't
2: pass a law to change somebody's heart.
0: Period. Bingo! It doesn't work like that, you know. And and, and yeah, I really like I really like really that analogy because like a lot of people think that because of who you vote for, that's all automatically gonna. Because this 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 bothers me: the fact that people blame the division in this country on Trump. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. can any one man cause that much division? Philip, you, you <laughs> you're about to
1: cross that. You're about to, you're about to it's
0: big, man. It, 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 it's, it, it's strange because like you, you think that people like have this mindset that you know you can pass a law and then all of a sudden everything in the country's fixed. Everybody's happy. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. You can't pass a law to really end racism Mm -mm.
2: no it's a thing that lies within people's hearts Mm -hmm.
1: we have to root out one thing that I realized about the whole um, and sorry I'm kind of backtracking but I'm going to come back in but with the whole George Floyd thing and just racial injustice the conversations we were having as y'all saw and some of you that are watching this saw on my feed I was in there like I was in there posting and left and right in the comments arguing with people. One day God tapped me on the shoulder and was like, Caleb, why are you arguing with people who don't care? That's big. And it it, 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 it my whole world exploded because they did not care about the fact that me in the black community, we were grieving a loss. We were grieving and we were angry about a systematic oppression that has been going on since after the Civil Rights Act was passed. Right. Um, and and it, it, it brings into the question of what uh, my, my view of the Republican Party is that anytime you talked to them about this type of stuff, if it did not fit into their aberration of reality they didn't care mm. they didn't care it was just suck it up don't just stop thinking about it just pray you know what they told our parents and our grandparents back in the day you know we sat around a campfire and sang kumbaya that didn't make anything better
2: right yeah and
1: and 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 the thing and the thing that that I am realizing why Republicans and Republican Christians wouldn't be able to run and, and get those votes and be able to make changes locally is because the prevailing ideology that is pervaded through the Republican Party is we really don't care about what you and yours have going on. I personally feel that that is one of the most contributing factors as to why Christians can't really get into politics is because if you say I am a Christian politician, people already box you in to what they think you're going to prevail. You're going to you're going to go after abortion, you're going to go after abortion, Um, you're going to go after, you know, tax cuts, stuff like that, and you're not going to care about. Minorities. You're not going to care about immigration. You're not going to care about um, other people whose rights are being trampled upon. You're not going to care about that. You're only going to care about the Christians. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that's why we, if if Christians are going to be successful in politics, they need to get rid of the narrative that that we as Christians want a theocracy.
0: Yeah. Hold on. I like that like that so um yeah we uh so we've been going now for about 65 minutes so we'll probably probably end up wrapping it up here a little bit soon because we can talk y'all have no idea (laughs) we we can talk and we're actually going to be doing more and more more lives here here in the here in the near future but um if uh
1: uh, one i just want to address one comment here and then we could we could close up um yeah yeah yeah. we're gonna have some close
0: are you looking at what i'm looking at
1: yeah um emily um uh, so Emily, she used to go to school with me when I was a kid. Um, great, great person. Um, you said you could say that about any party. Every party is only going to push their agenda and not care about the opposite food about uh, opposite views. That is true, Emily. That is very true. Um, I am only using I am only using the Republican Party as an example. Okay, I'm not only picking on them because if anybody's ever talked to me about this, I pick on the Democrats too. Because, yes, the Democrats say they care, but it's like I heard an analogy the other day. It's like you got the Trump supporters that are like the Trump campaign that's like, you know, this, that, and the third. And then you have the Democratic campaign that's like, OK, so what do you stand for? Well, we're not like him. It's like, OK, well, that's cool, but that's not a political ideology. What do you stand for? Uh, well, we don't stand for what he stands for. That's fine. What do you stand for? Well, we are gonna stand with the minorities. Okay, how? You know what I mean. So, yeah. so it. Um, I am speaking. Bra- I am speaking. Yes, about the Republican Party, but I am also speaking about both. How both don't care about each other's opposing views. They really don't. Any Any of you have anything to add to that?
2: No, I, I agree with that. Um, Yeah, I mean, there there was a comment earlier. I think we kind of addressed it. Uh, there was another one. Oh, this this was earlier. Um, it says uh, maybe not politically, but I do believe God is for life. Maybe it's just my interpretation, but Jeremiah one five says, "Before I formed you in the in the womb, I knew you." Um, so I, I'm not because uh, this was this came up while I was talking about the pro life. Uh, yeah. The gentleman saying God is for life. God is for life, but being for life and being pro-life is not the same thing, right? Pro-life is a for-life is the care for life. Pro-life is anti-abortion. Yeah, that's not that's it's that's a political stance, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't believe god has a political stance he's above human politics oh yeah. and so god is not pro-life he's the creator of life he's a sustainer of life but he is also the taker of life mm-hmm. <laughs> so i don't think we get to say what god's stance is and fit that into a box of how we have developed politics yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, because
1: if it was according to us, nobody would die.
2: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so um I would that's you know kind of the way I would say it. And just to touch Jeremiah one and five, just because it was brought up, and I don't want to be too, too crazy about it, but that was not a word to everybody. Jeremiah one and five was God talking to Jeremiah about Jeremiah. Yeah. About his call to the prophetic. Doesn't mean that God didn't know everybody uh, before they were born. But I think we have to be just careful about how we use that 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 verse, because it was not a word to the church. It was a word to Jeremiah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Actually, that's that's very important for uh, people to know the context in which a a, a verse was written uh, and not just throw it out there. Right. A lot of pe- a lot of people like 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 doing that. Um, but the whole the, the context of, of the scripture is very is very important to really understanding why Matthew. God said or why the man of God said what he said.
1: You know? That's right. If you to quote it, quote it
0: right. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Context. Context is key.
0: Yeah, we can talk about quotes another time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See now you're being messy. <laughs> um so you said closing remarks, right?
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, whatever, whatever else y'all want to add and and, and we'll just, we'll kind of wrap it up. Uh,
1: Okay. I'll, I'll start. Um, so.
0: Oh, wait, hold on one second. If anybody else has any, anything they want to put in the comment section, anything that you want us to address, go ahead while we're doing this and then we'll uh,
1: close out. So yeah, go ahead, Caleb. So my closing remarks would be to my fellow Christians because we are all Christians and we are all, um, we're all marching towards a common goal, which is to make it to heaven. Uh, I would encourage every single one of you that claims to be a Christian, that operates under the banner of Christianity, I would highly, highly, highly implore you to be very cognizant of how you speak about politics when you are trying to uh, connect God to it. Because a lot of things I've seen, I I didn't really do much arguing, but a lot of things that I saw that hurt a lot of people that were not Christians was how Christians conducted themselves Mm -hmm. with politics. Be very mindful of how you conduct yourself with politics. And do not put God in your political box.
0: That's very important.
1: As a Christian... Your prayer should not be, Lord, let such and such candidate win. Your prayer should be, Lord, let your will be done. Absolutely. Yes. So as a Christian, take a step back and look at everything. You can, I'm not telling you not to vote or anything. Don't, don't, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. All I'm saying is take a step back, look at everything, and operate from a place of love don't operate from a place of sarcasm. Don't operate from a place of of mean spirited um, of um, memes and stuff like that, because that is not going to further the kingdom. That is only going to hinder the the of what we're trying to do for the kingdom. So as so Christians, please be cognizant of how you're conducting yourself online and in person, and just try to promote that. Love, operate from a place of love. That's all
2: I got. Absolutely. Justin, your turn? Um, I'll go then. Uh, yeah, I would say, man, first of all, Caleb, uh, I, I agree with everything you just said. I think we, I would encourage um, Christians to have conversations with people who are not, who aren't churchy. Yeah. I would encourage you to, to get another opinion of the world. Expand your mindset because I think sometimes we're limited in our understandings of things because we don't talk to anybody else but us. So I would say first do that. um, I would go back to Caleb's point from earlier and say, check your opinion of what you're, are you really trying to rebuild Israel or are you trying to build a healthy democracy? And what does that look like, you know? Um, I think that another thing we should do is really start to pay attention to what is my witness in my online interaction? And am I, when I post the things that I post, am I the type of Christian that non-Christians can respect my Christianity? Yeah, that's important. Or do I just look like an idiot?
1: That's so, that's so important.
2: You know, and then lastly, uh, I would say, you know, everybody's going to tell you to read. Or, I mean, everybody's going to tell you to pray. And I'm not going to tell you not to pray. Please pray. We're all preachers here. We need to pray. Please pray. But what I would also tell you is, when it comes down to matters of politics, read. Oh, yeah. Study. Don't just, you know... Jump onto these various bandwagons, regardless of who the driver of said bandwagon is. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you read and develop your own opinion on that. Um, Very important. So, yeah, that, that would be my closing remarks.
0: All right. Well, I guess I'll go last. Um, uh, you you're. I was afraid you were going to steal one of my points, Justin. <laughs> one thing um, is to be knowledgeable. It's, it's so important to be knowledgeable about things. Uh, I, I, know, um, uh, I know Caleb and I were, were grown up in church. Like We were born on a pew. I'm not sure about you, Justin. I think, I think you were as well, right? Pretty so, much. So, yeah, we, 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 we've been growing up in church, and a lot of people that have been grown up in church or grown up in Christianity have such a closed-minded mindset, you know? Um, and they, don't, they just don't know certain things because, one, they haven't done the research, and a lot of times they don't bother to do the research about it. Mm. Um, uh, and being knowledgeable is nothing to you know, frown upon. Being educated is nothing to frown upon. Um, knowing what you're talking about before you actually talk about it is very important. Memes on Facebook is not facts. It is Thank just that It's a meme. So be knowledgeable um, and, and don't, don't just take everything uh, literally that's said, especially online. You know, Facebook is possibly the most toxic community I have ever encountered. And I used to play Black Ops, too. So okay, so <laughs> Facebook is pretty toxic. Black Ops
1: OGs know what he's talking about.
0: <laughs> um, another thing I'd like to say is don't don't talk more about politics than you do about God. That's right. Um, so many people could be wonderful ministers of politics because <laughs> they talk about it so much. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's rough seeing some people, you know especially Christians just go out there and like, they're so there were like this year, I haven't seen so many people active on the internet talking about politics. Yeah. Um, And, and it's, it's hard because, you know, I, I, you know, me, I, I tried, you know, flooding my timeline with the good that the church is doing out there, especially like with the whole George Floyd thing and the protests, you know, I saw so many pastors and people of God getting out and praying in the city, you know, handing out water bottles, trying to repair buildings and stuff like that. Um, and, and meanwhile, other people were sitting at home behind their, you know, phones and keyboards and kind of, um, you know, they were either on, you know, Hey, blue, wow. ma- blue lives matter. And, and, or, or, or they were just on the side, like black lives matter, you know? Um, but instead, how about you actually get out and make the difference that Jesus would do, um, if he was here? Because I mean, you can look at, you can look at the gospels and see the kind of person Jesus was and what he did on a daily basis. And, and it wasn't, you know, sit, sit back and, and try telling people that they were wrong. He was out trying to help people with their lives, you know. Um, and and as, 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 you know, millennials, you know, we, we sit up here and we love to be um, uh, educated. That's one thing that we love to do. Um, and that's one thing I like about our generation because our generation, we, we ask the question why a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, which actually, we'll, we'll talk about that in, in another live. That was one of the topics I kind of wanted us to talk about was our, our generation and the mass exodus that we have made from the church—that's going to be a good one. Um, mm-hmm. But
1: stay tuned, everybody.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, this was this was just a little discussion that we wanted to have um, about uh, politics because, um, and 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 we we didn't have this discussion because we all had the same opinion. Um, we are all independent, you know, thinkers. Uh, we're all our own people, um, but we are people that respect each other's opinion, and, and we are people that love God and we love people and we want to uh try and, and and spread and spread the gospel and spread love as much as we can. So uh thanks everybody for watching and uh we'll see y'all next time.
2: The the last thing I would want to say is just remember politics is of the devil. is <laughs> <laughs>
0: rotten to the
1: cold. Hey uh all of you love y'all appreciate y'all watching praying for y'all um just Y'all, y'all be easy. Y'all be easy. We got two more months left in this pandemic. Y'all be easy. Stay prayed up. Hopefully. <laughs> and uh, yeah, love y'all.
0: All right, y'all take care now. Thanks for joining me, you too, And we'll see you on next